Hello. Hello. Couple quick things. I've already started recording and Sean is not here yet. Oh, okay. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, Jeff. I'm DeForce D. <laughs> Hi, DeForce. Oh man, your background is uh you familiar with a guy named Zade God? I am not. Okay, he has the background of all the EverQuest collectibilia. I think you might nice. have him beat. I think you might have him beat. Let me turn on my light so that we can actually see it. Normally, I just have it in the background. So now I can actually like see it. <laughs> oh my God. There we go. Normally, I'm just like in the dark. So I'll turn off all my fancy lighting for today. Holy cow. All right. I'm the, I'm new to Twitch and I'm currently trying to figure out how to change from the starting soon screen to this particular screen. I'm going to do it. Oh my gosh. I think I just did it. You did. Oh, I did do it. I think so. Let me check. Cause you can see it. This is my second time streaming ever. All right. I'm going to make sure I'm centered there. Yeah. You did yeah it. I can see it. Oh, nice. Okay, then I also have to change the name of this title. I have I have a patron named uh, Fast Ann, like Fast and Furious. You get it? Yeah. He uh, He's helping me set all this stuff up. So he's telling me through chat right now what to do. So you can see the Thank chat, you, right? Scar. You know, what, <laughs> you know what you're doing. You're already used to this Twitch stuff. Yeah, I got my Twitch monitor up. I got my no EverQuest monitor. Well, normally it's over here, but... <laughs> All right, I'm going to, while we're waiting for Sean here, I'm going to open Twitch so I can put, let's see, he said I need to go to my, I'm such an old man. He said I need to go to the right-hand corner of Twitch and go to my creator dashboard, and then I can yes. change the title of this. <laughs> uh, if you're in OBS, there is also an option, a little pencil kind of above your chat window. No way. You have that. It's a little pencil. I don't see a pencil i see a chat window oh no all right i'm gonna uh, go to i'm gonna go i can't to... open mine i haven't updated it <laughs> <laughs> my lights are changing i think it's my cat your cat is changing your lights right now it's like walking on all your stuff yeah, he does that. He's um, he's a he's one of the Bengals, so he's very curious every time I'm doing something, and he's like, "I need to be in that business." That's amazing. How many cats you got? I have two. I have Mr. Noodles, which is my Mr. Noodles. Name. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And then Muffins, who we found on the street. So uh -huh. she came with her name. They uh -huh. didn't want her anymore. And they're like, oh, her name's Muffins. Our daughters don't really want her. So we took her. <laughs> well, not took. With right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't steal her. <laughs> um, Sean just if you're texted talking to me. me Ick, uh, these are the G33 Logitechs. If you're talking to me about headphones. G933, the Artemis pair, because I I'm a big fan of the uh, the more white color because it kind of goes with all of my other stuff. So um, they're they're really nice. They have a they have a built-in mic. They have 
the surround sound and they do have a lot of room. I've been pretty happy with them. I haven't wanted a different pair of headphones. So I noticed you're wearing an EverQuest 2 hat. Which one did you play more? EverQuest 2. I mean, I played EverQuest 1 up until like from 19, like I think 1989 when my mom started until 2004 when EverQuest 2 came out. And then I like the art more for EverQuest yeah. 2. And uh, I really like being able to kind of walk around a world and the UI was a lot more friendlier. Yeah. So I could like <laughs> tell where I was going and where I was. <laughs> So yeah, I definitely have to say EverQuest 2 has been more my jam, but EverQuest 1 is the one that got me started with role-playing. Like I would literally just kind of sit my character down somewhere and just hang out and kind of role-play by myself because I was like seven. So I kind of do what my daughter does, which is like just sit there and kind of talk to myself and yeah. be like, oh, I'm going to talk to this guard and the guard's going <laughs> to tell me, go have lunch. And it's like, so that's kind of how I started EverQuest 1. I never actually, I think I got to level 50. That's the, amount, that's the most I got. And that was only because my mom was like, you keep dying and I'm tired of coming to you. So we're going to at least level you up until you stop dying in newbie zones. <laughs> that's amazing. Wait, so, so your mom was playing? Yeah, my mom played EverQuest first and then she got me into, she bought, well, she bought herself a nice like computer setup and gave me her old laptop and said, it or I have a, it has EverQuest on it. Knock yourself out, kid. <laughs> so do you, do you know how she discovered it? Did she ever tell you how she discovered uh, it? You know, she actually told me her sister played it. And I don't know how her sister found it. I think she, my aunt is a stay at home mom and okay. she had nothing else to really that she wanted to do. And uh, so she discovered online games. So she found EverQuest and Fred Meyer. And then she's like, okay, Des, you have to come check this out. <laughs> so when you were seven, you discovered EverQuest as an Thanks MMO. So, so you've lived with MMOs your whole life. They're like part of your social experience. Oh, absolutely. Almost like, the whole deal. <laughs> I, yeah, I still have to pop on every once in a while just to make sure my character knows I didn't forget about her. <laughs> Hi, Even Sean. on EverQuest 1. Hi, Hi, Sean. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm D Force or D for short. I'm part of the Star Nerds. Hi, D. It's nice Hi. to meet you. It's nice to meet you. Tell us about the Star Nerds. Uh, the Star Nerds is actually kind of just a group of friends. So we have uh, Gin and Jason who are like coworkers and Gin is my husband, Jason is my coworker. And we just kind of like ran out of time to stream every day. So we found a workaround where we would have like, Gin would stream Mondays and Wednesdays. Okay. I would stream like Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then Jason would stream like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but then he got busy. So then we just started mixing it up. It was like, Hey, can you stream tonight? Can you stream tonight? So it's kind of like a, uh, a nice way that we could keep the stream going with a bunch of people with too much going on in their lives. <laughs> and it was, it kind of like was a lot of variety, like Jason mained Apex and um, another shooter. I'm not, I'm not big versed in shooters. I was the EverQuest nerd and then yeah. Gin was the Dead by Daylight. So we all kind of did little things at different places. I wrapped them into EverQuest 2 for a while, but it just wasn't their cup of tea and they got bored pretty quick. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Did you, do you know what they said they specifically didn't like about it? Do you remember some of the cuts they had? 
I think it was just that it's not as fast paced. It's not as like, you know, dead by daylight as you go, 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 go. Right. And then um, look at the puppo. Uh, yeah, this is Gunner, our German Shepherd. Um, oh, my camera is being weird. And then Jason, of course, does shooters, which is a big difference from EverQuest 2. So it's like, you know, you get thrown into a match, you go, you're done, you're in another match. Whereas right. EverQuest 2 is like, Okay, I'm level one. Now, how do I get to level 120 on B? <laughs> so it's a big difference from what they're used to. Sean, do you see how D keeps looking at the side screen? She's used to this. She's done the Twitch thing and she knows how to bat bounce back and forth. Every That's time I look obvious. over, I completely forget like what I'm doing and I feel completely taken out mm. of it. I need to get used to that. You know, you can actually bring up Twitch on a second screen and see what people are commenting too. So I don't need to tell you. That's true. Morning, you afternoon. Do you don't give a, you don't give a rip do you sean uh, it's not about whether i care or not i do care i care a lot that there are people on twitch and talking while we're doing this of course sean look at all the uh everquest stuff in the background mm. of these like most of that i is know EverQuest i know stuff. i was going through it i was going through it as she was talking i was like literally going through it all yeah i have a there's stuff that's like covered um so of course I have my PlayStation 2 games and my more like the EverQuest Evolutions, my the two comics. I am never gonna find the split paw, the dark paw. Oh my gosh, the adventures of dark paw is like impossible. Um, and then of course the two sexy calendars. This is my prize, the bust of Fiona. That one's like impossible to find. Like, can they please make more of those? So yeah, these these are like my oh and these. They didn't make many of these Z boards. Right. That's I, a keyboard, right? I was looking at that. Yeah, that's the Z board. I used to have the EverQuest 2 one, which they made a lot more of, but the EverQuest 1 one is just a pain in the ass to find. This one I really like because it has a lot of the keys that you would use. I don't know if you've actually seen it. They no. only made Z boards for a little while. No. But it was actually. So the thing I like about the Z board. Wait, you have two, right? Because isn't there another keyboard above the one you just grabbed? Yeah, that's a skin. I'll show you. Okay. All right. Okay. So the thing I like about Z boards and why I liked it so much is because I could go from EverQuest to EverQuest 2 and have it's it's the full keyboard, so it doesn't bend. Um, and this is just an EverQuest skin. It has kind of like all the buttons. So you have like your inventory, your emotes, and a bunch of like just quick keys here. And then you can actually take it off. What? Oh and then you can quick switch over to okay i want to play everquest one and it's got um it's got its little connector right in the corner there yeah and you just snap this bad boy in and then all of a sudden you have all of your hotkeys for everquest one already built in it's kind of like before when you know we have these gaming keyboards now but you can switch the profiles in the software but this was before it's time where you couldn't do it in the software you did it on the key that's amazing itself, but it was so amazing so i was so happy to find the everquest one one oh not sure why my there that's we go amazing. that's amazing so, i like vaguely yeah, remember those vaguely remember. i don't those. remember them at all you don't remember <laughs> those I, I would have been no i would have been freaked out if i would have <laughs> Bought that thing in a heartbeat. Are you kidding me? That's crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely worth it. 
What did you normally? Oh, there's the Caddo. Hello, Caddo. Oh, yeah. He always wants to know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, the Caddo has a nice pattern, like a nice oh, big cat pattern. He's uh, part Asian leopard. Oh, my goodness. So and part house cat, but he's so tiny, like he's full grown right now. Oh, and they're just they're they're curious little kitties. And every time I'm doing anything, he has to be like, OK, yep, time to be in on. your business. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. So I want to learn. I want to go to the end and then back it up again. Now, you mentioned when when Tony said that we need to talk to you and I had a really brief discussion with you online. You mentioned that you were deep in, but you don't play as much anymore, right? But you were deep, deep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it was kind of like a, I went to an alternative school and it was literally called arts and technology. So it yeah. was a bunch of just, you know, nerds that didn't want anything to do with each other. They just wanted to go home, do their games and not talk to anybody. So it was great. <laughs> there were no parties. There was no get togethers. There was nothing. So it kind of worked out because I just wanted to go home and play games. Yeah. And I Oh, my friends did too. So it was just kind of like, you want to talk online? Yeah, sure. Maybe. I don't know. So then I'd come home and I'd play EverQuest. And it was just kind of like ingrained that it was just, okay, this is my after school activity. So that's all I ever wanted to do was EverQuest and EverQuest too. So I just grew up playing that and I was just, yeah, it's like part of me now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it really over. So how did, how did you, did you come to meet Tony? Yeah. Wait, sorry. Yo, go ahead. Sean. Uh, Sean how did what? you? Are we having a delay? How did um how did you come to to meet Tony, or how did you come to just by playing the game and, and learning that he was um, a developer? Actually, no, it was on Twitter because I play. I was uh kind of fangasming over Antonia and Lucan. Uh, so I have this big problem where I <laughs> ship characters really hard. Um, and Lucan being like this cool badass bad guy, and Antonia being kind of like this sweet innocent little princess and i was like oh no oh no they have to be together like they can't not be together <laughs> and so it was kind of like fangirling on um twitter that's and hilarious. like i was getting to the point where I was that's hilarious my, i was making my own fan art of like anton like lucan and antonia and i that's just, amazing like, <laughs> i really needed them to be together and then tony reached out and like he's like oh by the way i made lucan so i was like <gasps> no are you serious <laughs> you made that badass so then i needed i needed more information because i ultimately my stretch goal is to make like a web comic where you know my fan service web comic where they end up together and i'm like okay you know what i would love to know more about lucan so then we just ended up talking more also thank you i'm number one Yes, and just to let you know, Secret Lab Diva chairs are so comfortable. Like, this is not a plug. I'm not sponsored by them, but this is just me shamelessly saying I am so happy with how comfy this is for how much I banana when I play it. I'm kind of like this. These actually are so uncomfortable when you banana. So oh, really? sitting up straight is like really nice. <laughs> yeah. On that coffee mug, is there text? Yeah. What is I, that? No, it was. Uh, we just sat down, the four of us, the three of us from the Star Nerds, and we uh, we did paintings <laughs> on on ceramics. And this was going to be my white Russian cup. So I picked the biggest mug, of course. <laughs> I was going to say that that thing is not small by any means. That is at least that's at least a half a gallon right there. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. Okay. 
yeah, white Russians, but I liked mine more on the uh, the chocolatey side. So I did my own twist on white Russians where it was vodka, milk, and then 90% chocolate syrup. So it'd be like <laughs> up to here, chocolate syrup, and then vodka, and then milk. <laughs> so. Did they yeah. like her? Do you use Hershey's? Not that we're trying to get sponsored here, but do you use Hershey's? <laughs> I use Hershey's, but I only use the simple five ingredient one. Okay. Understood. Which, yeah, Understood. yeah. You gotta, you gotta have your really refined chocolate 100%. if you're gonna have your white Russian. <laughs> I'm number one. Your little brother has the same one. Oh, then just take it from him. That's fine. I'm sure he won't mind. <laughs> So what made you get out of EverQuest 2? What broke your love affair with the game? Because I think a lot, it happens to a lot of people. They step away from the game for a while. We stepped away for almost 20 years. Yeah, I think the only thing, like I didn't lose love for it in any sense of the word. I always wanted to come back to it. But after high school, it was kind of like a uh, a tear between college and and working. So then I started working like a, like, it was a weird job where it was like hourly, but if you go to her side store, you get commissioned. So it was kind of like work eight hours here and then work another like secret eight hours here to get your commission pay. So it was kind of like, I'd come home and all I'd want to do is just flop down and die. Like I was just tired. And unfortunately that lasted up until I got a, the job I have now where I don't work a bunch of overtime. So now I actually have time to come back home. <laughs> So that's actually what ended up happening. I wanted to play it again and I would pop on here and there to check my veteran rewards. I'm really bummed they stopped at like 11 years, but it it definitely made me keep coming back anyways because I missed my characters and her like festering pile of pets because I love having like 10 pets. <laughs> so I'd be like, oh, I want this one today. And then I bug off. <laughs> so I always stopped by. So it's like, check in. Oh, it's yeah, like a familiar absolutely. home it's like comfort yeah it is it is my yeah. it is my comfort food for my soul like i i will just pop on sometimes in the end at the end of the day i have no plan to do anything i'll just hang out in the guild hall find a dummy and then i'll log off for the day or something just so i can have that kind of like fix like a little addict <laughs> how much of it is um I, when you do that is you checking back in with yourself at that time too like that time in your life because I, I i know i do that still when i go back in and play and i go into certain places it's it's floods me with memories it floods me with things that happened in that time. Of my, it's not like I want to go put a, a soundtrack on from that time and, and play it in the background, but it kind of you is. You do that all the time. Yeah, it's actually no, no shame because I absolutely have the playlist of all the old EverQuest songs and I shamelessly <laughs> sit on my, you know, my seven-year-old ne necromancer that I call, it's a dark elf. He never gets her name, neck dark elf. So necromancer <laughs> dark elf. completely original. And I would sit her in, greater fate arc and just listen to the uh, like under Kelthin and i would just listen to the soundtrack like, everybody loves that one it's so good <laughs> <laughs> i just realized by the way why we're getting a little chop and it's totally my fault you know sean how i bragged about how i was gonna move into this house and i'd be able to hardwire in i don't i'm not hardwired in i'm using wi-fi you two keep talking for a minute i'm gonna go get my ethernet cable that i let somebody else in the house use yesterday be right back. Are you, sure okay. you, are you sure you didn't uh, forget to plug your computer in? He oftentimes forgets to plug his computer in too. Oh, there you go. Runs, runs out of energy. Uh, Ixar, I actually don't think we did the introduction. I think he went straight from streaming, stream starting to started. So I don't think you're going insane. 
No, it wouldn't surprise me at all that he just jumped, dived in head first without any sort of hello, what we're we doing here, why we're here. Wouldn't we can do that me. now. Well, when he comes we, back. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. So t tell me more about yourself. Like, what what do you do now? What um, or maybe maybe you guys already went over this, but um, what are you what are you into now? If you're not playing so much EverQuest two, what are you playing? Uh, I'm actually not really playing a whole lot of anything. Um, my husband got into Final Fantasy fourteen, so I dabble in that with him uh, here and there. But that like just started a week ago. Mainly, what I do when I'm not playing um, EverQuest two is I I doodle a lot. So I really like to just bring out my tablet and I draw and I'm role playing with friends on Discord. I don't have a replacement for it. It's more of just like a, oh, I'm really tired. I want to go lay, like just lay down and doodle. So. Right, right, right. So it's just that. Did you, um, is there, is there people from the community that you've taken with you too? Or are there people that you're still friends with that where you were friends with inside the community? I, yeah, in EverQuest 2, I was friends with one person for a little while. Um, he came back. He found me because we were in the guild. Um, and then I don't know what happened. He just kind of disappeared. And then I, there was one guy I always played with. And he is the one that power leveled or helped level, really, my conjurer and made the guild that I'm in. And I haven't ever left this guild. As soon as he invited me to it, I've stayed in this guild. And I just, I keep the guild hall disgusting with, like, way too many things everywhere that it's painful to load <laughs> and I make it worse every time so he regrets coming back but he has been back in like probably about 20 years it's it's oh, been wow. so long that I mean I'm doing that exaggeration thing so it's probably been more like 10 years but he has just never been back so I think I log in also and I check the the guild and I'm like has he been online ah <sighs> oh, man <laughs> so <laughs> There's always like that one person you used to game with all the time that you always need to kind of check in on. You're like, when was he last online? Yeah. Ah, shit. Yeah. yeah. So we that's kind of the only other person. Jeff is back, and I you guess. never gave you never gave a proper intro apparently. So why don't we do that now? No, I never do any of that stuff. So wel welcome to Forever Quest. I'm Jeff. Hey, Sean, how are you doing today? Good morning. I'm fantastic. Thank you so much. It's nice to see you. Today we have a very special guest, Sean. Uh, today we have D with us, D Force. What? Introduced to us, yeah, by Tony Garcia. Would you believe it? Twitch no streamer. way. What's your Twitch stream, by the way? Can you tell everybody? Uh, our Twitch stream is the Star Nerds. It's all one word uh, at twitch.tv or whatever it is. Dot TV. <laughs> <laughs> and then any other formats you want people to check you out on as well, like Instagram and whatnot? Um, I am actually just D-Force. D-3-3-Force. All, all, right. all together. I can actually type that in really quick. Just, oh, I'm not signed in. Hold on. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now it's my turn to be, like, not ready. Um, So it's just D-3-3-Force. So it's D-Force, but with a little bit of leet chat in it. Because D Force was apparently a martial arts wrestling club I didn't know about, so oh, really? <laughs> couldn't have that one. Um, and we are variety streamers. We haven't streamed in a while because we've been a little uh, overtaken by work, but we have a little bit of everything. I'm the EverQuest nerd, so on weekends I try to do some EverQuest. Uh, we have uh, two other people. Gin, my husband, he does Dead by Daylight, and then Jason. My coworker does shooters, Apex, and oh my gosh, I will never remember the name of the other shooter. So he does that one too. 
Just pretend it's a shooter somewhere. So what would you say, uh, obviously, the one of the big reasons you got into EverQuest was that you were introduced to it at a, at a young age by somebody very close to you. But when you reflect on it, what is it about that game in particular that just worked for your personality? Oh, my gosh. I think, wow, that one's actually a good question because, like, I never actually stopped to think, why am I so addicted to this? It's a weird like, game, right? Yeah. It's like, it's kind of slow it's kind of community based it's hard oh it's super hard um i i know it was like really attached like i would cry when my character died and it was a big emotional attachment for me and i think it was just something that i could just kind of build for myself yeah. that was like i didn't level i didn't do guilds i would play with my mom occasionally like i said but mostly i would literally just sit there and build wor worlds in my own mind. So I think that's kind of what built the EverQuest addiction for me is that it was so simple. And like, I, you know, I was just going around pretending to talk to people. And uh -huh. it was, if you didn't really bother anybody, nobody bothered you. So it was just kind of like a nice game where I could sit and just be by myself, but with a bunch of people and pretend that I was like part of this world. So I mean, the, the graphics are painful, but, and <laughs> the UI is definitely a little rough for, you know, nowadays. So I couldn't actually, I tried going back and I wasn't really able to click back with that UI. Cause I was like, oh, where is everything? <laughs> so it's definitely something where you have to like play it and right. then like stick to it and be like, okay. I need to know where everything is and well, I need to be determined. I'm amazed at seven years old, you could even play the game. Wouldn't that have been extremely difficult? I mean, were, was somebody holding your hand the whole time? Did you just force oh, your no. way through it or? So before I played EverQuest, at, like at our first house, I would play normal computer games. So my mom worked two jobs. So my kind of babysitter was the computer with uh, like putt-putt golf, uh, right. Sam, uh, Uncle Sam's sock factory. Nice. So I was familiar with mouse wait, and keyboard. Wait a second. What is that? Uncle Sam? I, Sean and I used to play weird games like Bard's Tale. Did you just say Uncle Sam's sock factory? Yes, Uncle Sam's sock factory. And what is that? It was, <laughs> so it's like some game where you um, you make little conveyor belt. It's like a, it's like flow, the, the, the mobile game where you have like, oh, this is where the sewage starts. Now okay. make the sewage go out this hole. And it's okay. like a conveyor belt, but it's a conveyor belt of getting your dirty socks into the washing machine. <laughs> so it was, it was a game that I was familiar with, you know, got me mouse and keyboarding. So I've always been able to like mouse and keyboard because okay. it was kind of like, okay, listen, I just got back from my two jobs. Don't talk to me. Right. I'm going to go <laughs> lay down. So it was like, okay. <laughs> so when she gave me everquest and then i could just sit there and not i didn't really like again i didn't really do a whole lot i just right. made my own imagination kind of like do all of the world around me so i didn't do anything complicated sure and my was computer your... oh, i'm sorry go ahead no no go, go ahead your computer oh my computer was uh definitely it was like an hp and i have like a vendetta against hp they are definitely <laughs> for at least personally wise, they are not worth gaming on. I cannot stress enough. If someone paid me to take an HP, I would pay them back to take it away. <laughs> so we don't want to be sponsored by HP. Thanks for no, asking. Get out of here. We're, get out of here. here. No, we're good. No, we're good. I agree. I agree with you. Um, um, I do want to know, did you play D D or like were you reading things at that time too that were influencing your I, ideas of these worlds? Tolkien, like so, what was it? 
I'm so happy you asked. So this is my D and D tattoo. Yeah, I'm a Dang. big fan of D and D. This is a uh, one, of course, because if there's one thing I can do, it's roll a one. And it's of course, don't <laughs> roll hilarious. the dice. You can't pay the price. And it's kind of like I. So I love role play games and fantasy world. So it's more in like the yes. shape of a sword. Yeah, it is. But so I am a huge fan of Dungeons and Dragons. So, but I'm definitely more of the role play aspect of it. So like, if mm -hmm. someone's like, "Do you want to role play and talk to this person, or just go up and you know shank them?" I would role play, right? And then you know shank them maybe via role play or convince <laughs> them to shank themselves. Something you know something more fun. I know. So I was definitely more of the role player of Dungeons and Dragons, like didn't get very far, <laughs> didn't get very far with like fighting and leveling my characters. Cause I would usually just be like, I'm here to role play. And our campaigns would be just be, okay, we'll just, I guess, role play and not fight. <laughs> <laughs> so I've uh, always been more of the role play aspect of like everything I do. Right on. I've been DMing for uh, my wife or two sisters and uh, my son's dad and, uh, all they're doing is role playing. They what is it about adults who love to like drink and steal with uh, Dungeons and Dragons characters? It's like the most boring people all of a sudden start stealing from everybody. Get the kids out of the room and watch what the next few things that go downhill <laughs> real fast too. It's not. It's it goes quick, man. It goes quick. <laughs> it's like I a mean, release. Yeah, drinking and it stealing. Is. I mean, <laughs> you don't get arrested for it in D and D. Right. Right plunder and loot and everything it's like anything you're never supposed to do all the bad things you're not supposed it's just a free-for-all and, and it's mentally and it's an exercise mentally too i swear it is yeah yeah i'd love it because it helps with uh improving as well mm -hmm. so it's really good for like conversations and kind of making your mind work really fast is because it's like okay you have like two seconds to decide do you stab them or do you run away <laughs> like it's it helps getting it that you know old brain thinking <laughs> and you said you're also an artist right um i where you started to talk down that path so you 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 like to do that every single day it's something you're like focusing your energy on now are you are you trying to put stuff out there i know it's, it's a hard uh, <laughs> conversation but are you, are you putting things out there no unfortunately i'm not really putting things a whole lot of things out there i mean i have like my my art blog type of stuff like on twitter and everything but i'm definitely not confident i didn't I didn't major in it. I didn't spend a whole lot of time in it. I just, I kind of like, like to just doodle like this, this, um, this mm -hmm. is an EverQuest two or EverQuest chibi that I did. And I kind of like to just doodle and do little fun things. I can't really do a big extravagant painting like some people do. Cause I just, I think about my time and I'm like, man, <laughs> I have to be doing something else. And I get bored really easily. <laughs> yeah, I hear you so, there. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you're talking to two people who, I mean, Jeff especially got, went through this exact same thing. He changed his whole life around. He just started putting stuff out there. I encourage you, don't worry about it. Like, don't, don't, don't think that it's, it'll, it'll never be finished, right? It'll never be perfect. Like, it'll just, never be. <laughs> no, and, and like, once you do, because I, I make music and I'm still like, I, every time something goes on, I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? This is so stupid. Like, why am I doing this? But every time I'm like, who cares? Like, yeah. if, one, if one person comes back and says, it affected me. You you've done exactly what your whole hope and desire is, right? I think at least for me, that's that's the hope. That's fair. I guess I got Gin, who's also in the chat. Yeah. Thank you for the compliment, Gin. That's my husband. So I have, you know, <laughs> I have my the one person that always gets to see my art, even if I kind of yeah. like squirrel it away. I'm like, I'm like drawing it. And I'm like, here, look. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, he 
boy sees it so i have that at least <laughs> well i've heard of there's even like uh new thoughts and um you know this is advanced medicine that uh wilson and uh stone shield wouldn't quite understand yet it's pretty forward thinking but the thought is that um a little bit of art every day is actually very therapeutic for your you know for your whole being just to like even if it's like 90 seconds even if it's like getting your emotions out on something for 90 seconds like creating something maybe it's you create something in the sand and then you kick the sand over whatever but it can just be really uh, a really good way to like round yourself out you know okay no i never never heard about that so i'm just saying you know whether you put it out there or not i'm a big fan of putting it out but you know some people like the i always say the steve martins and the bo burnham's of the world are the types of artists who they would not put anything out until it was perfect right that was their yeah. thing and they yeah, would spend two years on something then put out one thing right oh my gosh <laughs> there you go what is that planet that, giggles yeah that's that's I my like that's my art brand um i paint faces but uh yeah but i think another way to do it is is to just shove it all out there but it's it's whatever works for you and you know you can just do it for yourself you know too it's however you want to approach it right Sean? yeah <laughs> i do actually yeah. enjoy role play doodles so that is actually something i do a lot is like I do a lot of text role playing and uh, like the D and D role playing. And like, if there's a scene that I just think is just killing me and I'm like, okay, I can't not doodle this. That's actually where I get a lot of my drawing ideas. It's like, you know, character a slaps character B for stealing his arm. And it's just like, you know, just that little scene is just so fun for me. And I'm like, everybody look, I did it. That's the <laughs> one that I can like throw out there. I'm that. like, look, it's your character too. <laughs> so I do yeah. have a lot of fun with that. That makes people so. feel good too. It's like, yeah, I don't know, art yeah. that like reflects the people around you and stuff like that. I, I think that's great. It just, I think it, I'd feel great if somebody drew a little picture of me in D&D. I feel awesome. Yeah, it's, oh, right, it's, yeah. It's instant yeah, energy. It's fun too. And it, like for everyone. So I, yeah, I, I should do that a little bit more, honestly. I don't know why my what? camera keeps going in and out of focus. And you also said like if you wanted to put a collection of that stuff together and make a comic book like that was the the stretch the goal <laughs> yeah exactly like i go for that like that it sounds like if you put all these ideas together that would, that would be phenomenal and you already are doing the artwork so it's just a matter of putting the concepts together and put it out anyway i encourage you to do it well what we need to do is hound on tony then to okay. give me a nice write-up of lucan and how there he would go. react around antonia you know tell him to stop being busy put his life on hold and things are more important <laughs> yeah. than his life right now and that thing that's more important is the ship that needs to sail i think what <laughs> so, what you have to con i'm starting to learn his personality a little bit and thinking he lives on the border of magic and real he likes to live right on that edge right and so i think you got to draw him into the whole project like it's actually an adventure he's going on like it's a oh, full-on magical adventure him writing this thing and this quest he needs to complete you know oh okay so we need to i need to write something up like that which you know it's gonna take a minute because writing is not my forte <laughs> <laughs> i get a little bored with that too so and what is the sword what, what, or what there's got to be some shield or sword or a piece of armor in the end you know for doing this too there's like mentally for him there's got to be some treasure that that uh, ah, right mm. i'll right. have to think about it but not yeah. not money he doesn't seem to care as much about the money no, it has it's, to be it's not different. that a drawing oh a shield with money painted on it <laughs> <laughs> that way he kind of likes it but doesn't really like he's like yay shield and then like he doesn't really like the money so he's like uh <laughs> <shield."> <laughs> 
so now like a fair family heirloom have you taken the computer that your mom handed down to you and now handed it down to your daughter who is now like playing roblox on it or something like that that hp yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> smashed it <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, that thing's right. long gone no hp isn't allowed in this house so i gave <laughs> i gave her a lenovo before i gave her a p an hp so that that went fast <laughs> that was like i was done I got a new one. I got like a uh, hand-me-down parts to make a tower. And then that HP was just kind of like the yeet off the porch <laughs> like, <laughs> later. Nice. So yeah, that that's uh that is not worthy of being an heirloom. <laughs> Has your daughter ever seen EverQuest and been like, what is this jank on the screen right here? Oh, so not EverQuest one. She does like EverQuest two. She, she likes does. all the yeah, she likes the mounts and the pets. And she's kind of like me in the aspect where my mom right now plays World of Warcraft. And when she watches my daughter, she has her kind of helper, like they both have WoW accounts. So yeah. my mom plays now WoW, like she did with me with EverQuest. She plays WoW with That's my crazy. daughter. But now she uh right now she's she's only five. So she's kind of in that same mindset I was where she just wants to sit in like one of those pretty blood elf rooms and sit on the bed and pretend to be a princess. Right. And so she does her own imagination where she's like, I'm the queen of this castle. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you are. Because that's how I used to do when I started mm -hmm. playing EverQuest. And now she's kind of doing the same thing. And I'm just like, oh, it's so sweet. So I'm it's it's fun she really likes the art in world of warcraft and then everquest 2 is definitely a stark difference so she likes the mounts and the a little bit of the colors but i think it's a little bit too brown and more of a murky color compared to the bright aggressive right. colors of wow so i'm not sure if she'll come over to the everquest side because nana has kind of already sucked her <laughs> over to the colorful wispy life of wow what is it about EverQuest 2? Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. I barely remember it. Sean remembers it way more than me for some reason. I, I I'm, a, I'm a little, I have a little bit of a block in my head uh, towards it. What was it about EverQuest 2 that really drew you in? Um, Houses. Oh, really? <laughs> like the guild houses? And the personal uh, houses? Personal I remember those. House. Yeah. 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 So I would sit in my own personal house when I first started. So I'd be like uh, seven. So let's see, I was six in 1999. So seven eight nine ten ten i was around 10 11 when i was playing it and i would do the same thing sit in my room i had pets and i would pretend to feed my pets <laughs> and the pets that didn't listen to me i'd put it back in the moving box <laughs> so, get out pretty, of here yeah okay you're being replaced with you know <laughs> steve the iguana and um so that's that was my favorite thing to do and then it was just uh Honestly, the music, I think the music helped a lot. So I would like go to like different zones and I could just listen to the music. And I, I liked seeing the growth, like Crushbone is nothing like EverQuest 1 Crushbone. Like it's now like an, it's not an instance, but it's like an underground area kind of now. Whereas like before it was this big open area that you yeah. always wanted to go back to, to kind of experience that nostalgia. So I just lost my train of thought Hi, there on Crushbone. So, stop. go ahead, Sean. No, I, just, I was going to say stop reading Twitch, but that's okay. <laughs> you have to engage with Twitch. No, I'm kidding. I'm I kidding. It's so confusing. I'm like, it's, I, it, I don't have the brain yet to be able to it, look over there. I'm the one that should probably be doing it. 
Well, Go I'll ahead. help because I really like engaging with uh, with everybody. And Liver Flap says we need a multimedia project between Sean and this lady. Uh-huh. I, I don't know if, he, if this lady is me or one of you two, but if you mean me, I'm D, by the way. Uh, yeah, I can almost 3D make a toilet in Maya. My <laughs> friend showed me how to make a toilet. So if you need a toilet for a music video or like some sort of EverQuest cool thing, I got you. Sweet. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> so, I think that's awesome. I almost started a, an art brand called Full Toilet, but I was I was told not to by some people who love me. <laughs> Isn't I mean, that a great full name? To- full Toilet. I mean, that yeah. just sounds like some, it's kind of one of those things where you like hear about it. The toilet's full, like some kid runs out of the bathroom and they're like, oh, fuck, the toilet's full. And you're kind of like, that's nasty. But also, how did you do it? And can I see? <laughs> like, like, you're kind of like that morbid curiosity of, is it actually full? What's it full oh, of? Man. You know, like I, I think so it might depend. It. it might I might depend on how the kid is looking and saying it too, right? If they <laughs> if they're sweating. yeah, if they're holding their stomach and going, oh, it's full, that might not be so good. As it if might they were, be, yeah. yeah. I remember what I was gonna ask now. The mechanics of houses, because a lot of the people who listen to the podcast or who are watching on Twitch right now have only played EQ1. Because uh, that's generally what our podcast currently focuses on. Uh, how does the house work in EQ too? Do you just do you just get a house, and how do you get stuff to put in your house? So, is there an option to share screen? Like, I know yeah. there is Zoom, but am okay. I allowed to do that for this? Oh yeah. So I'm gonna make you like the leader or something like that. I think, that's I think I can request share screen. Oh wait, no, it got disabled. So it's disabled right now. But I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna make you the host. There it is. Do you want to change the host? Yep. You're in control. This is already better. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let me Uh, show you my love life right here. Hilarious. This is EverQuest 2. This is our guild hall. This is where I hang out the most, which is kind of like our... um, this is where our training dummies are. So this is where I'll kind of just summon my, you know, I have, I have my pet, which, you know, I made him look like a vampire, of course, because this is my in-game husband. And this, I made my character like super small because I'm all about like that, you know, shipping with side size differences. So of course my husband has to be 26 feet taller than me. And so this is where I get like your training dummy and like everything in here is just way too much than it should be. And that's my favorite thing about houses and guild halls is that you can add stuff that shouldn't be there. So one thing I like to do to piss off one of our members is just add miscellaneous stuff. And like, it's completely barren when you get in. Like this fireplace is actually just a an object that we put in. And... I, rem- I think I remember that fireplace. I remember some of this stuff. Some of these things are things you would get from holiday events now. I remember that. Yeah. So that's actually one thing that always kept me coming back is they'd be like, oh, there's an event. Oh, by the way, you can get useless furniture mm-hmm. that you can put in your guild hall and piss off your guild mates. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Or sorry. Yeah. No, that's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so like these hedges, there's no reason to have this like corner thing. It doesn't do anything. Like there's nothing over here for anybody, but of course I have to have it. Wait, are the hedges mm-hmm. inside the house? Yeah, they're they're actually just they're hedges. They're hedge seeds that yep, you can yep. you can place. All right, I want to describe this to everybody who's just listening. Uh, this guild hall is huge. You're not talking about the size of a normal house. You're talking about like a mansion, very high ceilings, 
big yeah. <laughs> wide staircases, huge rugs, big statues of creatures, all room types after of weird room. creatures. Yeah, just lots of rooms, a lot of little weird animals walking around and stuff like that. Just everything multi tiered. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's and that's what's so fun is that you get to kind of like craft your own thing. So what we have is kind of like a doorway that would nor or like this is a a hallway normally. But what we did is we put a door here and we put panels up above. So this, this room never used to be two stories. And as you said, it's got tall ceilings. So what we did was split the room in half. So we made a dungeon down here, of course, because every, every house has to have a dungeon. And then if you go up, oh, you know, if you can open doors, I seem to be struggling. There I like go. how the door opens like the secret door in Young Frankenstein yeah. that he gets stuck in the little half sliding <laughs> door thing. Well, you don't want people to know about your dungeon. <laughs> it is asking for trouble. And then, of course, up here is where, you know, this is where you you thrown over your peasants. And so we got got like our little throne room. We don't have a big throne yet. So you just get to sit on the stairs, kind of like one of those cool, you know, uh, chads in college or whatever that just sit on the bleachers <laughs> all like, yeah, I'm so cool. That's what I do here on these stairs. That's cool. Yeah, you have, it looks like a couple little servants making their, some presents there, like a little snowman yeah, looking yeah, guy, a stuffed breaks. animal or something. Yeah, they work hard. They work but hard year round. No, the breaks. whole place is full of also what look like magical and mystical objects. There will just be like a weird urn in the corner or a weird series of lenses or a huge piece of tanning leather over in a corner. Now, where do you get some of these things that aren't so, holiday events? Um, quests, uh, quests, uh, loot events and kind of a oh, you can craft a lot of this stuff like these tables are craftable. This is like, it's just a wooden merchant table. So a lot of these things can be crafted, but it's more of the unique things like this uh, companion cube that I absolutely love, which is called a Giggle Gibber mini comfort crate. And that's <laughs> during a Christmas event. So uh, is that that big get... stuffed animal looking thing? That big stuffy? Is that what no, got, no, no. came in that cube? No, actually nothing came in the cube. So it's, it's actually a, yeah, it's a, I think I consider it a shout out to portal. And the love that the companion cube had. Is that a little heart on the cube? Yeah. Yeah. It's Aww. so let me bring him up to the screen here. Yeah, he's so if you've ever played Portal, Portal One or Portal Two, they have like a companion cube that you carry around for the whole game and it's got a heart on it. And you're supposed you kind of fall in love with just this one cube because for once in the game you don't feel alone. Okay. And so this is exactly what they did where they made this box and it, it doesn't do anything, but it makes you feel less alone. <laughs> so it's the companion, they've made a companion cube in EverQuest 2. And I appreciate that the devs were able to make something that like resembled another game so iconically. I think that's really cute and everything, but it's kind of creepy too, because first of all, what's in that thing? Like, I don't know what's if I'm carrying it around all the time, it looks creepy. Like something's tried to maybe get out. Like the nails are all half pushed out and they're going to like jab into your leg. If you're keeping that thing next to you. Well, that's why you have to keep it with love so that, you know, you, you <laughs> hug it tight enough that it can't oh, escape for one. It's got little nails poking out all over it. <laughs> yeah. I think it's pinhead's head inside the box. It could be, or his heart. You gotta have a lot of heart yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah. Good work. Also, I'm sorry again. I had to remove your snowman because it wasn't, I was having trouble with my computer. So Gin actually had, I think, almost 180 snowmen that he wow. got from uh 
this this the uh, Christmas event while while our other friends and us we were buying you know things like the companion cube and other stuff. Gin was buying snowmen, and each one was like one one gold or one ticket, and he had like hundreds of tickets. So all he did was buy snowmen, and so it was, it was just the full. worst thing. Oh, it was terrible. So this whole room was just snowmen, and you can make them uncomfortably large. <laughs> so they were uh, there was a lot of snowmen and i went in there and normally i i like to bog down the guild hall as like a as like a trolling move to yeah. you know anybody Hilarious. that comes in but mm-hmm. this time he trolled me and i couldn't load it so <laughs> i had to move them so what's cool is that like also you can have your own crafting area so like you can come to the guild hall you don't need to go find a crafting town or like crafting mm-hmm basement anywhere in any of the cities because everything you need can be here in the guild hall so you can cook and blacksmithery and you know slapping jars together you can do whatever you want in here and like you got your bank and you got your broker so you can buy things off the market so it's it's really nice but did you get them to show up there because wasn't the guild hall empty when you first showed up empty how do you get the all these vendors to come and hang out in your guild hall uh guild amenities Okay, so, so so it's another you got to get it. Yeah, you have to buy it. Um, you get like guild points, like uh, doing writ quests will get you reward you guild points. Okay, and when I you get guild that. points, you can go into like too. your access and then amenities. I let's see if I can make this a bit bigger. And so you can do like a dormant deposit, and it costs you know twelve plat, fifty gold, five million status points basically. So. You have it costs like guild status and everything, and you have to like earn your status. Like my status is so low because I haven't done a quest, so I only have three hundred and nine thousand status points. So I'm not really benefiting much here. <laughs> I remember all that stuff now. This is all like flooding back to me. Me too. That's crazy. Okay, so then when you kill a big time mob, will it sometimes drop something that's just for a guild hall and like that's what you'd be interested in you're like screw i don't want the bow or the plate mail i want that rare rare thing i could put in my house does that does it work that way too oh absolutely like i i don't i don't collect anything i mean my biggest prize possessions is this antonia poster and this lucan poster across from whoa me. so <laughs> tapestry pardon so mm-hmm. i mean for me it's all about getting the guild so packed that there's more stuff than members which already is but at the same time i mean i want it to be miserable to come in here and it was with the snowmen <laughs> all right can you tell us about awesome. these two characters antonia and lucan a little bit and why in your opinion they should be in love uh because they just fit the bill <laughs> i mean she's so like i said i'm totally into kind of like that sweet queen vibe where she loves her people and she leads with loyalty and kindness versus you know the dark evil guy that's like i'm leading with fear and an iron fist and if you don't listen to me i'm gonna hang you in front of everyone to see and she just like if you don't listen to me i'm just gonna make you apologize (laughs) over you know some tea and it's like they're so starkly different that to me they just complement each other aggressively so (laughs) that's that's kind of the only reason i have to say why i ship them so hard is because they're just so just entirely different sides of the spectrum so would they meet at like a masquerade ball or did they meet as children before they knew that they didn't get along or i'm wondering <laughs> when these two star-crossed lovers like you know 
I I would fan fan like theory that they would meet maybe on the battlefield and mm-hmm. like he wouldn't do the final blow and then maybe they would like you know what why are we warring like we should just like we could settle this with a, a marriage neither of us wants <laughs> so it's like it's like a business marriage but it turns it flourishes into uh, like a love marriage <laughs> that's amazing now then what happens with the child that's the important thing does the child bring peace to the world or does it bring just pure chaos to the it's world it's like vishan 2.0 or man. are they going to be twins if they're twins then we might be able to really there we really go yeah actually tr- maybe maybe twins I like maybe twins. it's the boy that's like nice and sweet and kind and it's the girl that's just like the wicked yeah. i'm gonna burn this place down type of person I'm eq3 like, yeah, eq3 yeah. here we go <laughs> twins that would be perfect Uh, all right writers and developers please contact d (laughs) as soon as possible we're gonna make this happen yeah we got a story for you guys that's right well didn't wasn't there a whole different resource uh mechanic in eq2 as well where you would like mine your own stuff there would be like a rock on the ground because that's not in eq1 yes you do mine you can harvest mine gather uh trap so that's how you get like furs is you put you have like you find a rabbit trap or some or whatever animal goes in there and then um yeah you mine and then you gather so you rustle around in bushes or you go slap a tree until it gives you wood so yep there's definitely a lot of that did you get into that was that your thing at all uh i've never been much of a farmer I, yeah. I can't bring myself to go out and farm. So like none of that's a, that's another big difference is like Gin and Jason are totally fine farming and having patience <laughs> and doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I'm just like, okay, while well, you're going and slapping that rock, I'm going to go slap that guy back there. That looks at me funny. <laughs> and it's like, I, I just want to kill. I just, I love hack and slash. I need to go out there. I need to like, I don't care if you give me experience or not. I just want to, I just want to fight. So I've never had the patience to sit there and fish. Or- you like Sean. I tried going out fighting with Sean. He's always like, oh, you're at 30 mana and there's nothing for me to fight here. And he just runs. And yeah. then he's like, I'm fighting. Are you with me? I'm like, where the hell did you go? So like, fighting I feel three like guys. I all the time. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, why are you sitting there? It's just, I don't understand. Let's go. What are you doing? Actually, even in a Final Fantasy 14 that he's playing, I, I'm his pocket heal. So I'm the healer and he's a tank and I'll yeah. pull. I'm just like, he doesn't have enough. I'm bored. I'm not healing him enough. His health isn't going down. So, all right, bring in, bring yep. in the rest. So like, I'm pulling and then he's like, oh yeah, the best healer, the one that pulls the entire zone. <laughs> uh, Jin says there's something calming about farming and grinding and Ixar agrees and I couldn't agree more. I think it's one of the reasons I fell in love with EverQuest actually because I could sit on my druid on a hill and go do a quad and then sit in bed and do a quad and sit in bed and do it. And it was just this this repetition of it was just like I could turn my brain off and this is all that mattered. Listen to a podcast, whatever. Just love it. Yeah, so that's that's good. That's 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 good. Literally in the chat saying that it's calming, and that to me is a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> so you and him are, and let's do it. Are insane. <laughs> what were some of the best? What are some of the best encounters or raids in EQ two? 
Sean, we may have to do EQ2 someday as like season 12 well, was, or whatever I was, of the podcast, you know? Before you answer that question, is it, I mean, I know it's still around and people are still playing it, but is it is it vibrant? Is there a large community that still plays or is it like down to just one server? Mm, there's, they definitely shrunk the servers. So the servers were combined and like people would lose, like kind of lost their names. I got lucky and was able to save my name. Nice. But um, it definitely shrunk. Um, I'm not as big a fan of the community anymore. I think mm -hmm. I think yeah. it's now just kind of people that are set in there like this is this is what I want to do. This is my guild. These are the people I know. I don't want to know new ones. So sure. I have not actually unless I bring my own friends, I don't have anyone to play with on EverQuest 2. Like there's just no way to kind of butt your way in. I felt like EverQuest was a lot friendlier. Like I still have characters like today that I haven't touched in years that are still in guilds and they still say good morning and they still welcome you. And it's like, I don't know any of you people, but you're being very friendly and nice. And I appreciate that. Whereas EverQuest 2 kind of reminds me of Seattle where every, it's bustling. It's, it's not people, <laughs> but like they all like you're walking down the street and then they're like, they, yeah. as soon as they, they get near you, they're like, oh God, oh Jesus, a peasant. And then they yeah. walk away and it's like, okay. So it's yeah. definitely not, the community is not my cup of tea because I'm very aggressive and kind of like, I want to be yeah. going out and doing things and be like, all right, yeah, let's let's do this. Let's do that. Let's teamwork it. And it feels more of like a, you have to be in the, the clicks. Sure. Mm -hmm. So it definitely feels a little bit more clicky than EverQuest mm -hmm. 1. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, that's inevitable too. As as the as the community sh shrinks, I think that that happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think that's unfortunately what the differences between EverQuest because EverQuest One has such a it has way more members than EverQuest Two. Yeah, which is which weird. Is, yeah, it's yeah. surprising because the UI is so archaic. But it's just, I mean, why fix something that works, right? I mean, EverQuest yeah. One was already so good that there's no real reason to update it because it has such a loyal fan base. Tony has alluded to this a couple of times when we talked to him about EQ2 and um, and and how he didn't say it exactly, but how it didn't necessarily go the way that he thought it should have in order to really be successful. And I've always wanted to pry in a little deeper there. But if you if you could have pointed anything, did you if you could point anything out, I should say, what would you think that it was? Because I, I can think of a few things, but um, I'll just say them so that there's at least some platform. But like for me, it was. It, it was a tiny bit too close to um, World of Warcraft. And, and and I know that he even mentioned that too, that there was this thought about how much do we want to make it like that or how much do we not want to make it like that. Um, but anyway, what are your thoughts on that? So if I remember correctly, I think they came out almost in the same month, but mm -hmm. I do think actually EverQuest did it first. I don't mm -hmm. think, I don't feel like they followed WoW. I feel like WoW went off in its own little world. Um, so I honestly don't see the resemblance that he might see. I, I think it's the marketing. Honestly, I think it's the marketing. I think it's a community outreach. I think there wasn't enough of it. I, I don't think there was enough engagement to grab. Whereas EverQuest one was like, you know, back in its day, it was, it was, it's, you know, the, the tank that led the fight, you know, it was the biggest thing. It was, oh man, an MMO. Are you kidding me? This is so cool. And mm -hmm. then EverQuest 2 actually had competition. I right. think they needed to step up and be like, give a people a reason to stick around, give give a really good hook. And I think the where I lacked in the hook was the the difference between 
golden path easiness between WoW and EverQuest 2. I don't know the story of it. I've played this game for 17 plus years. I don't know the story of it. World of Warcraft is like, the story starts here in your starting Mm. zone and you're going to go here and it's going to continue and it it shows you where to go and it it leads you. It holds your hand and it's like a, you know, a shooter on rails. It takes you where you want to go, but you feel like you have a choice, but it it is leading you. Whereas EverQuest 2 is so vast you can lose a story quest mm-hmm. and there's no handholding or rails to get you back on the story and keep you going. And I think that's honestly the biggest difference for me and where they might have lost. But I mean, if it was me, the only reason they would have lost me was because I like the ease of yeah. following the golden path in WoW versus EverQuest 2. Got it. And so if they were going to make EverQuest 3 be super successful and gather all these people back, all the lost sheep. How do we? What What does that look like? And and does it def, does it get defined more by like what you just said by by some of these things? Or and are there additional things that you would add to make it work? I honestly think because that's one thing Final Fantasy fourteen did so well. I mean, look at it. It is huge. It's taking like two million WoW players. It's so big. There's like a uh, even their lowest servers have a wait time of like, oh, you're not, you're position 100. And one thing they do really well is you cannot escape the story quest. So Mm. there is always a story at every turn. And I think EverQuest 3 could do that a bit better. And because they have voice actors, like I didn't even know Lucan talked until I finally found again, the story quest with a different Mm. character. But Mm -hmm. it would have been nice because that's one thing like Final Fantasy and WoW does is like, it gives you like point A and point B and it trails you along. And then point B is so rewarding because you get a, you get a climatic cutscene. You get like the big bad, you know, the BBEG, the big bad evil guy is like, oh, I'm going to like smash you all to the smithereens. And then right. you're like, you're thrown into battle and you, he, he escapes and you're like, oh, that's bullshit. I would have won. <laughs> right, right, right. And it gives you a point, a reason to go from B to C. And it's like, and there's a path that forces you there. Whereas EverQuest 2, there's no, I don't know how the hell I even found Lucan's talking. I just accidentally ran into it because they have great voice actors. They did everything right. They did something I wish Final Fantasy 14 had, which is have more voice actors and they have it, but there's nothing forcing you there. You have to stumble across it half the time. And I think EverQuest 3 would be really good if they did that, where it's like, this is a story quest and you're not going to escape it. You right. can you can put it off like you can in Final Fantasy, but you have to do it if you want to unlock certain things. And it's like it can be kind of frustrating, but at the same time, it's so good to get people to follow and see these awesome cutscenes that you've already prepared, but you're not hiding them now. So I think EverQuest 3 would like really benefit on like including more cut like ex- well, they already have cutscenes, they already have voice actors and awesome lore, but forcing people into it. That's, that's I wanna, what I think. I, I want to congratulate you for your, I think you're, we've asked that question a lot and I think you might be the first person who's actually given me a legitimate answer. So <laughs> I, that's, I'm serious. I'm not knocking on anybody else because it's really hard, but that's awesome. They need to call you when this happens. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not kidding. It's not, I mean, you've played the game for a long time. You have a great understanding of how it works, even, even from your perspective, which I think is is different and, and insightful than, than other people's. I think there's 
there's stuff to be taken from that. So anyway, there's that. Well, thank you, Sean's. Sean, mm-hmm. Sean. <laughs> I added the S to your name. You are. No, his name now. is Sean's. Sean's? No, his, it's his, not. his mommy did not like him very much. <laughs> <laughs> Sean S, you know, from the ABCD. Um, so I actually, funny story. So they actually had, well, not really funny, more of kind of like a what. Um, so they actually had a get together in California a couple years ago that I, I actually because my work is awesome, I could just kind of like dip out whenever. I'm like, hey, I just found out about this thing tomorrow. I'm gonna take the day off, bye. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like last minute flew to California and it was during one of their like uh, bar meetups. So I got to meet Holly and all of like a bunch of devs and get them to sign posters, which also I'm very angry about wait, because- wait. It was a meetup but, of who, devs, EQ devs? Yeah, EverQuest one and two devs. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. Yeah. And one of my only real big gripe is that they signed the poster on her face, on Furiona's face. <laughs> and I was so mad. I was like, what kind of ego do you need Wait, to have? One to person did or they all one, did? One person. That Who is one, it? Call them out. <laughs> oh, no. I couldn't actually like make it let out. Me get the posters. Hold on. Like, okay. Oh, yeah. Let's find out. For a second. Yep. We're it says Tony Garcia right across her face. What is happening <laughs> right now? <laughs> Might be love bot. So Could I be. was gonna frame this. I, I swear I was going to frame these, and then I got them home. I was so mad. I I haven't taken them out of this since. Wow. Put it this right is, back in. So this is what two oh, years yeah. old now? It's been in here. Oh Did yeah. You say? No, it's two not years? gonna see the light of day after this. This guy, whoever the hell this is. Let's oh, Mayban or N- Nobbin. What are you doing, Nobbin? Come on. They, this is such a beautiful poster. And yeah, it has everyone's signature. And I went all the way to California for like something so awesome and rewarding. Every- and they signed her fucking face. Okay. I'm so mad. I want to describe this for everybody, though. First of all, this is a sweet looking poster. I've seen some art of her that I don't think is is, is that great. This is amazing. Yeah, this and- is great. And all it has like a white kind of border made out of snow or like cotton. I can't quite tell. Anyway, there's white all along the edges. Everybody signed in the white. Everybody, except for this one well, guy. Yeah, right? I don't mind these two. I don't okay, mind these a, guys a couple like with this one, but the this neck. one. But mostly what you notice is a bunch of signatures over on the white edges. And then she has a face tattoo that yeah. says Nobbin. Okay. And like, I tried to get a second one, right? Like, I so... I, I went all the way there and they had some they had an extra at the end. Wait, so you did it twice? Oh my god, did he do it twice? No. And this one's worse. <laughs> this one's not even on her goddamn forehead. It's on her freaking eye. Oh, she looks oh. like she's got boogies. Because it goes into her nose too. It looks like from a distance that she has some boog bugs. I can't believe somebody did this. Like wow. who's gonna right. hang this up? I kind I kind of like like both of them actually i'll no. take them if you don't want them. i mean they're gonna <laughs> no. right back in the closet is where no they're nobody can ever see them no no and no it's that's disgusting. it i'm so mad because it's like i'm in seattle so i i was a very last minute i took time off work to fly all the way to california so that i could have something <laughs> awesome and frame it and say yeah i met the fucking devs i'm so excited yeah and then <laughs> i come back with with her and her like okay devious what about something nice attitude. though like did you have an encounter there that you're like that was pretty sweet i met this person or it turns out this person's super cool and i never even knew who they were or whatever so i met holly and at the time we were streaming like 
all three of us were mainstreaming EverQuest 2. And Holly had was talking about, I didn't realize she was already planning on leaving like soon. So it, unfortunately the timing was really bad, but like we had discussed um, like having her join us on stream and like play EverQuest with us and have like a Q&A. So there was a lot of like planning and I really wanted to do more of like a, a push for getting EverQuest 2 kind of like as, okay, we're gonna stream it, that we're gonna talk about it more. And I was going to do, I actually have a lot of EverQuest, like, ex, uh, like extra EverQuest merch that I was going to, I was going to front the bill because I know, you know, they're, they're already kind of crunched. I was going to send to them to have them sign these yeah. and then send them to viewers of like EverQuest 2 fans. Oh, wow. And it completely flopped. And mm. I couldn't get a hold of anybody because they, like a week later, a week or two later, they the whole studio changed. So it was uh, like really bad fun. timing, but it was fun. like, man, I had big plans because like, I wouldn't just buy a shit ton of like the same thing just because I felt like greedy or anything. These were all supposed to be raffled out. That's right. why they're hidden behind the Z board is because I didn't need to, you know, show off six other EverQuest 2 collector edition things. So it was, but there was big talk. It was very exciting talk. It was like, oh yeah, we're going to do this. I'm going to send you this. They were going to send me their spare um, posters that I just showed you with her horrifying punk face. And yeah, yeah. I was going to be able to raffle them out and send them to EverQuest fans that were on Twitch or just during world events, just send them out to people and pay for it. And all I wanted was just like for them to sign it and I would pay for everything and then ship it out. And I was so excited because these talks were huge. And then I never heard from them again. Don't get so, rid of those posters. Face tattoos are picking up. And you think about it, like 20 years ago, arm tattoos were not acceptable. Now everybody's true, sleeved true. up. The executives are sleeved up these days. Face tattoos are starting to pop in a little bit. Right now, it's mostly artists. But before you know it, and people are going to be yeah. like, whoa, this is sweet. So hold on to that thing. I'll keep it for that one that one time, you know. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yeah, so it was it was a nice time there it was great meeting everybody and the the talks were very promising and exciting and i left feeling really bubbly and warm and excited because i felt like yes let's bring the community back i'm i can work with the community manager and we can we can do more we can make it you know stretch out further like there's not a huge following on twitch right but what's great about having variety streamers is that gin has his dead by daylight followers and jason has his shooter followers and then they sometimes stop by and visit everquest too and we already brought like five at least five to ten people from our stream into the guild to just because of the nostalgia of seeing somebody else play and then right. they joined so right. it was kind of like a an outreach where like hey you know, there's that we could make Twitch bigger if we could like have incentive and have like, oh yeah, okay, here's some you know signed stuff from the devs and here's a chat with you know with Mo Holly and it was like, oh man, that'd be so cool. So there was really a lot of passion and excitement from that trip. So I was happy I went. Yeah. I just wish I went sooner before the studio switched and everything right. hit the fan. Like I know it's no fault of theirs because I mean I can't imagine what the studio was going through with a big change like that. Mm -hmm. A big part of it, too, has to just be finding these people because so many people in the early aughts were affected tremendously by this, the, both these games. 
you know, these are like lifestyle games. These aren't games you play casually. A lot of the people who played EverQuest 1 and 2, it was their life for at least a couple of years. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, it's finding those people again, right? A lot of them, you know, they're not looking for EverQuest stuff right now, but you never know how you could, you know, tickle their the back of their like uh, nostalgia brain by like, if they did stumble upon it, you yeah. know, this stuff means a lot to a lot of people, a lot of really good memories, I think. Exactly. And yes, again, <laughs> I was devastated. <laughs> but um, I mean, because I won't be shy to say that I stalk eBay like crazy. And there are a <laughs> lot of like, you'll see something EverQuest pop up and then it's gone. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm glad I already had that, I guess. <laughs> so, I mean, there are people it's, out there. It's Zaid. Yeah, <laughs> Zaid's the, the, the other person I was telling you about who also has the collection behind him. What do you consider some of like uh, the the best items, whether you have them or don't, uh, the, the items where you're like, this is the thing that you want? I want the EverQuest 2 collectible sword. They only made 200 of them. Oh, yeah, that's the uh, Jared. Right? Yeah, Jared's got one so of those. Bad. Oh, man. I know. He that pulls it off the wall. Thing. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, this. Oh yeah, no, this one's numbered okay, well, and everything. Okay, well, you know, I'm gonna block him because I'm upset now. No, okay. <laughs> but yeah, like I want that sword. There's a Antonia and Antonia and Lucan cut uh, cardboard stand up that Tony yeah. has, and I'm not saying if it goes missing, it was me. Right. But if I end up having it the next day. It, yeah, we know. it just so happened to fall yeah. on my It's weird my that you keep asking him when he's going on a family vacation. I just think I, that's yeah. really weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, those two things, I mean, they'll never see them. I saw like one sword on eBay and before I could even click it, it wow. was gone. And I was like, oh, how much oh. do you, do you remember how much it was going for? $300. There you go. That's not, that's I know, it wasn't actually that bad. And I was like, I, I can put this, I can put this on something. I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll sell this. I'll sell my kidney. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> I was like, oh no! And like, I was just not thinking of. Do you know of anything that's not um, necessarily super cool, but it is rare? Like maybe like a promo they did with McDonald's or something stupid. I know they never oh. did that, but something just silly like that. They, they did an S. Uh, the when it was Sony, they did uh, during one of their conventions. They only passed out their little Fippy dolls to people that like participated in their Jinx shirt competition like you make a shirt design and they give you a fippy doll um what's a fippy fippy the no fippy dark paul yeah. yeah oh my god look at so, that thing this is one of my little prize <laughs> possessions because he's so cute that's amazing it's so cute yeah i love him yes, I like awesome. his promo. Pants on. look at that little I guy know. It's so cute. So this is definitely something that like was a promo and wasn't really sold. So he he sits up there. That is the cutest thing. I love that. Oh, and then actually there's one other thing. So when I went there, they did a raffle and I I never win anything and I still didn't win it. I didn't win this. So Jason, (laughs) because he went with us because it was supposed to be all the star nerds go down to visit EverQuest. Jason won it and he doesn't like EverQuest. So he gave it to me. But I got this mug, EverQuest 2 mug signed by Holly. And I was so happy. I was like, there is no way I got a few other devs to sign it when I could, but. Can you tell me more about Holly quick? You mentioned her a couple of times and I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I was staring off at the screen for a little bit, but tell tell me a little bit more about who Holly is. So Holly was there like, uh, I forget who replaced her. Uh, She's, she was like the head. She was EverQuest. 
Okay. So I don't remember her exact position, unfortunately. I'm sure somebody in the chat remembers. Did I hear that she's the one who came up with the idea of doing like the TLPs or something like that? Or am I off basis right now? I thought I'd heard that. I'm sorry. You go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, Because I don't fully remember. All I know is that she was like the head. Okay. So she she did like the producer letters on, on the the website she helped create everything like she was the idea box she was like the queen okay and she was the sweetest and she actually played everquest and everquest too she she her actual character like windstalker she has holly windstalker and her nice. everquest name was actually like windstalker and so i was like that is so cool this is somebody that is leading everquest and everquest 2 and actually has experience in the game there's so many studios where like you know the the ceo or the producer or whatever is leading the game and the qa and the devs and the design and they don't actually ever play the game so when they say do this and you're like but why it doesn't fit the game well because i think it'd be neat and it's like you have no idea what would be neat because you never touched it sure but holly holly was in it to win it she was actually part of it she grew up in it like she she reminded me kind of like of me where she played it and was part of it for the longest time and actually grew up with it and then became part of the team and that to me was always one of my biggest dreams so for for me and holly she was the girl living my dream so Mm. i really admire i i admired her a lot and i was really sad when she left that's unfortunate holly longdale somebody asked holly longdale yep okay Mm -hmm. Holly Windstalker Longdale. And uh, also, uh, I, the name cut on me there, but uh, apparently Sean Lord, a loving robot, also had a good interview with her recently, Twitch says. Uh, she was the executive producer. Executive producer. Thank you again. And uh, yeah, I would have loved to have an interview with her. And we were supposed to, but again, just horrible timing, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, your uh your D tattoo who do you do you normally play the a type of character in DD that you also play in everquest do you have an archetype when you're role playing or when you're in mmorpgs i really favor paladins in <laughs> like i mean i played wow for a little while when my mom played it and i made a, a retribution paladin because i liked being able to either tank heal or dps and I just like the versatility of paladins. I never actually followed the religious rules of paladins. Wait, but D&D. what about the goody goody two shoe rules? Like if you see somebody being robbed on the side of the street, you have to That's, you have to stop. Well, I also really just have a lot of empathy even with through my characters. So that that to me was even if I played a, a thievery rogue, I would stop and help. So it just kind of like Set. played into my paladin where I was just like. I, I adopted things like, oh man, if, if the DM said it looked at you sadly, I wouldn't be able to finish the blow. I, I, would, I would pick it up and I've done this. I, I actually played Tigard the wizard uh, and he had a split personality and one person played him every other Monday and I'd play him every other Monday. So it was kind of like alternating who would play Tigard. And we started a, uh, I, I started a goblin husbandry because I couldn't kill the goblin, but they were scared of me because I also collected teeth. So my goblin husbandry was kind of like a dentistry office as well. And they had to take care of their teeth. And if they didn't, I would take them for them. So, cause I could take better care of their teeth than they could. So I would go around adopting goblins and like they, if they, if they were scared of me, I would, I would want to mother them 
and bring them home to my my mansion of other goblins. Like, shh, you'll never be alone now. You'll Aren't never be alone. Are they going to turn on you at some point? Isn't I it like keeping a tiger a, in your house? That's a whole another meaning to the uh, tooth fairy for me right there. That's, yeah. that's, well, that's I, I think I kind of relied a lot on Stockholm syndrome. I, mm-hmm. I fed them. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Now let me see your tooth again. Oh, that's been giving you sugar for way too much sugar. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, this one's got to go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, let me let me get this one. Let me. <laughs> yeah, there was. I was. It was kind of like I loved them and I cared for them, but also I had an ulterior motive of, oh no, oh god, did it die? How was mm-hmm. its teeth? Oh <laughs> you know? no. And for those of you who can't see right now, she does have a goblin tooth necklace yeah. on that she's wearing. It's it's pretty extravagant. It's <laughs> yeah, pretty it's, cool, it's actually. Well, what's weird is they all look like human teeth, but there's a little <laughs> string hanging from it yeah. with a sign that says goblin says tooth necklace. Goblin tooth, right. Yeah, yes. so Gin's actually toothless. You'll never hear him talking on screen. <laughs> He's only with me because of Stockholm Syndrome, too. Oh. Also, yes, you're right, Gin. I cannot play villains. I feel oh. too bad. So that's another reason why I like paladins is because in D&D, they're forced by kind of their religious following right. to be good. And I can't not be good anyways. So I definitely am more passionate about like, I'm going to go save the world. And then my teammates are like, let's go kill that guy. He just looks like he's got money. And I'm like, well, if he has money, we can rob him, but we're not going to kill him. Okay. Right. So like, I would try to be a little bit nicer, but I couldn't be the villain with my team. <laughs> so now yeah, I like t- it. I bet you treat your cat and your dog better than the goblins. And I'm wondering who's the boss too. Well, let me I'm tell always- you, their teeth are great. Their teeth, so. good teeth. That's good. That's good. You check an animal's teeth for sure. Yeah. Uh, who's is the cat the boss? How, what's the dynamic between the two? Do they leave each other alone? Uh, so Gunner is probably more scared of Mr. Noodles than Mr. Noodles is of Gunner because Mr. Noodles. Yeah, so Bengals are notoriously known as kind of the dogs of the cat world okay. because they are so assertive. Yeah. And like Gunner knows. Oh, I'm gonna go sniff that cat butt, and then yep. all of a sudden, you know, he's got a 500 claw attack in his face, yep. and it's like, okay, you know what? Not worth it. I'm gonna sniff butt, and so they they get along. Like he noodles won't chase him, gutter won't chase him, and they they live in harmony until one you know one really wants to sniff the butt of the other, right. and then it it turns sharp. That's amazing. So <laughs> they there's there's a nice harmony between them. I think Gunner just knows to leave him alone. <laughs> so, and then we also have a, you, you said Wilson earlier and it, it actually made me think we have a cat named Wilson, okay. which I think is funny because he's kind of got like that, that weird man name uh-huh. <laughs> and he is our laziest cat. So nice. he, he doesn't mind the dog either. He'll usually just kind of like do his weird loud meow and then bop him in the face and then like, <laughs> walk away so he doesn't here. really have a whole lot of friends <laughs> it makes me think cats are the best but really dogs are the best for just putting up with it some of these dogs they're just so they're so sweet and they just want to be the best yeah. do they get smacked and they're like okay i'll just leave then yeah he he definitely walks away disappointed sometimes but mm-hmm. at the same time it's like you know cats are the big they're not you know like dogs in the sense where it's like yeah yeah take a sniff of my ass yeah, go for it you know they're more of like you know i'm gonna pass <laughs> so there's definitely that big dynamic change that it's like i don't mean to be an asshole i just don't want you in mine so <laughs> <laughs> nice all right so sean and i for like season three of forever quest decided it's time to dip into eq2 again 
what's broken sean and i are a little bit on the spiky side of things we like playing characters that are powerful and good what's the duo in eq2 is it chanter cleric is it monk shaman or is there a whole different dynamic in Um, eq2 it's kind of different i honestly will always favor (laughs) shadow knights like those guys are just like your go-to honestly i think they make great tanks i think they make great team players and solo players I personally made a conjurer just because I didn't, I don't ever feel like I have someone to play with and conjurers can have pets. So to me, it was, I'll have my own friend, which is, as I showed you, my 26 story tall husband, right? the vampire. So, I mean, I have somebody to play with all the time. Wait, it's called a conjurer, not a magician? Yes. Okay. Yep. Uh, Actually, I think what we could, if you're interested, what we could do is we could look at the character maker. And kind well, of it shows you all the different options. That's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, we can camp out her. All right, we're going to look at the login screen for EQ2. I remember when I first got in the login screen for this newest TLP, I wanted to grab all my favorite names before other people got them. And so I started grabbing all these names from um, Harry Potter. And then oh, they didn't yeah. let me use the last name Dumbledore. I got Albus. I tried to surname Dumbledore and they won't even let me do it. Nope. Oh no. One of the devs must be like, nah, yeah. I'm saving uh-uh. this one for myself. Exactly. <laughs> and then, so I, I didn't like misspelling it. So now it's Bolus. And I wish I would have gotten nickel for nickel Bolus, but now we got Albus Bolus. That is a powerful combination, Sean. Imagine if nickel Bolus and Albus Dumbledore were pushed together into a shaman's body. It's pretty tight. So one second, let me, I'm still loading this. No. How many cups of coffee have you had today, Sean? Just uh, one. Just the the one? Mm -hmm. All right. So our ask is to create a character for Jeff. So let me go ahead and share my screen again. XR XR wants a character for Jeff. All right. All right. Okay, let me move this. So let's go ahead and create a level one character. Yeah. Additional, cool. Whoa. So you have archetypes and then class. So like, if you want to be a fighter, it gives you kind of like, I don't know if I can like zoom. Guardian, Berserker, Monk. Uh, Paladin, Shadow Knight. What's that one over on the right? Bruiser. 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 Oh so man, actually, this stuff is all really coming quick. back now. Let me change my, uh, my resolution is a little bit of, uh, large because i have such a big monitor so i totally forgot down. that the classes are they're not completely different but there's definitely some differences here that is not what i wanted sorry okay <laughs> professional stream quality right here <laughs> that's all right that's all right we're just getting the twitch stream going it kind of like just to see what it's like mostly we do this uh through audio but we are trying to figure the twitch thing out thank you again to fast and who got the if apparently you, the uh the my voice comes through uh both ears now because uh fast and helped me with hmm. this. Oh nice. Well done, fast and yeah, okay. my left ear was enjoying it last time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can everybody see this? Is this a little bit better to yeah, yeah. okay? It's... So it's nice and big and the resolution is hideous, but we can see it a little bit better now. That's fine. Uh, so, f- so yeah, you have the Shadow Knight and the Paladin, which are really great, kind of like single solo players yeah shadow knight way highly recommend definitely okay well then i gotta be the pocket healer so who would be the best healer in eq2 is it gonna be the cleric or oh it's templar 
Templar and Inquisitors right. are kind of your go-to clerics. Yeah. And, and then you have like your shamans. Uh, the which one? Warden? What, wasn't there a warder too? Isn't there a warder? I don't yeah, remember. those are going to be kind of more of your druid slash shaman classes. Mm-hmm. Like your warden, fury, mystic. Um, I don't actually know what channeler is. I haven't, this is a new, this is a newer class. As you can see, I haven't even purchased it. So yeah. I don't, I have no say on what channeler is. So do you think I would want to be an inquisitor or a Templar? Because I have a funny feeling that's the road we would end up going down. So that actually depends if you want to be good or evil. Ah. So the classes, if you pick Shadow Knight, you'll have to be an evil class. Got it. If you pick Inquisitor, you're more of a evil class. Got it. I think it's going to have to be evil, Sean, if you're a uh, Shadow Knight, right? Yeah. Yeah. You'll, you'll yeah. be an Inquisitor yeah. then. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got your Mage GPS, the standard Wizard and Warlock, and then you have your Illusionist, Encourser, Conjurer, Necromancer. So this has got to be bringing back memories for people who <laughs> who just played DQ2 for a bit before they went to WoW or whatever. This all these I yeah. forgot the names were all different. So I went full screen. I can't see chat anymore. So someone will have to say if anybody's asking about any of these. Okay. And then what's under scout? Scout is like your rangers, your rogues, swashbucklers, your, swashbucklers, <laughs> your awesome. bard, which is like, you know, your troubadour and your dirge or however you speak you say that yeah you got your beast lord which is just like the little roundabout ranger kind of beastie guy yeah and of course your traditional ranger and assassin nice that's sweet so what game are you playing these days then uh if you're not hitting the, the eq2 as much are you into the final fantasy that you're talking about uh i started we haven't even actually bought a service for that so we haven't even played it more than like 20 days and we we play it i i kind of just play it because you can get married in it and i'm all about <laughs> shipping i kind of wish they they include that in everquest i know some people wait got, you're all like, about married. what shipping like it, it's just like you know what weebs like to do with like you know you ship this anime character and that anime character and it's like oh i ship them so hard a relationship but ship for short oh yeah <laughs> so i i'm such a shipper in the sense that i just want i want relationships with all of my characters, like all Got my it. characters need to have a relationship of some sort. And so I like that you can get married in Final Fantasy. And so I kind of agreed to play until we reach level 50 and then I can marry off my character. Perfect. And then I can switch to something else while he, he levels up his other characters. <laughs> <laughs> I remember in uh, EQ, it was a big deal. If you wanted to in-game marry a person, somebody would bake a uh, wedding cake. And that was a big deal back then to get all the right ingredients for a wedding cake. Then everybody would get wow. together in a zone. I, I remember that. And the people who took the effort to do that, that was pretty special. That's awesome. I didn't even know about that. Mm -hmm. This was uh, awesome having you on today. Uh, I've learned so... I didn't realize we we're going to get so much into EQ2, but we learned so much about... Uh, uh, so many other things as well having you on can you remind everybody again uh what your twitch handle is and how people can find you online yeah um actually again if you don't mind linking it we're the the star nerds on twitch uh all one word uh my name's d force i'm the everquest one we have gen who's also in chat he's the dead by daylight one and then jason who's out today and he is our uh runabout shooter pew pew pewer so we are we are just a bunch of people playing different games 
but I'm the one, as you can see, that's got a little bit of a problem. <laughs> that's a good problem to have. Yeah, I like to think so. <laughs> so to all our listeners out there who will reach out to us and be like, man, you made me start playing TLP again, or you made me start playing P99 again, just get ready. Yep, yep. Because I, I smell it somewhere on the horizon after we get Shauna's water key or after I be, can become a frog lock or something, after we feel like we've hit our accomplishments on the TLP, we might be joining D on EverQuest 2. I got a funny feeling. Speaking of frog lock, we didn't look at the races. Do we have like 10 minutes left? Absolutely. The Let's okay. race it up. Cool. Because like there's one thing I like my daughter, the one reason she wants to play, Ever, the only reason she would play EverQuest 2 with me is because you can make a fairy. What? So, <laughs> so did we, did, was that the deal down. back when we played, Sean? I remember Frog Looks. They're, new, they're a bit newer, probably. Okay, from the old I was going to say, were I don't expansion. remember that. They were, actually, I have it here. They were the fairy expansion that I have somewhere here. But it has lost the time. The fairy expansion of EQ2. Yeah, they have like... Oh uh, so right now... Dee is going back to her many shelves in the background, which are stuffed with EQ boxes, posters, figurines. Yeah, I have a lot. Keyboard skins, magazines. That same uh, bust of um, Fiona Ve that we saw from Zade too. That same, I think that she showed us earlier. That's there. So are you saying it right, Fiona Ve? Is that right? Fiona, Fiona. I'm not saying you're saying it wrong. I just every time I try to say it, I stop myself because I realize I don't know how to say it. All right, here we go. I've dug around right. and I found it. It is the. It is this expansion. Uh, let me see if I can. Oh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so this unlocks fairies. It's nice. kind of got Legolas on the front here. Yep. And you get it gives you like little phase and you. You rise up in Kelethin. Wait a and... second. I think I feel like I've seen one of these things before. Maybe it's because I've been watching somebody on Twitch, but I feel like I recognize those little wings. Yeah, Echoes of Fadewer. Echoes of Fadewer. Mm -hmm. Are yes. you going to bring up the character screen here? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was busy digging. So we can see these uh, see these races. Right now we're playing Ixar, which is kind of nice because we regen fast and we're good swimmers. So let's see. Let's do something that's like probably like a scout or something. I think they can be almost anything. Okay. I'm so, a swashbuckler. I'll oh, look at that. that. There we go. So you got your your neutral classes, which is I haven't unlocked this guy. He's like oh, this thing has like demon wings. He's a prismic dragon. Soldiers yeah. of the great prismic dragon. Dragonborn. Yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. So you got dragons, you got the erudites. Yeah, erudite just looks like powder from that movie. Half uh, elves. Oops. Yeah. I, can... I played the, a rat. Oh, there you go. That's rat. right. You were you were a rat necromancer named Pestilence. That's right. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Thank you. I even spelled it wrong. Oh, good. <laughs> it's not an EverQuest character if you spell it right. That's right. You got your human, again, your gnome, your barbarian. Yes. I remember those face tattoos now. You could choose your face tattoos. Oh, yeah. And your free bloods. And of course, your kitties, your Kira, but your kitties. Mm. 
that's what I was with my cleric. Actually, I think I was, mm-hmm. uh, I was Zumaya, the uh, Templar kitty. Yep. Yep. I remember that. And then, whoa, a different kind of kitty. This kitty looks different. This kitty has weird eyes. Is it still just called the Valshir? Just a different. It's a Vashir. Yep. It's okay. A... So the other ones are Akira. This one is a Vashir. There's this two types of kitties. One. Yes. This is mm-hmm. a, This is from the newer expansion. Okay. And then, of course, you got your dwarves. Now, does this dwarf, that dwarf also has a thigh gap, just for the listeners who know that I get upset when I see dwarves with thigh gaps. This one has a huge (laughs) thigh gap. Dwarves are stocky. They're all, there's, there's no gap there. Oh, even the male has the thigh gap. There you go. Yep. Or maybe it's all punched in there. Yeah. Yeah, That's a, that's a punch and a thigh gap. (laughs) (laughs) And then of course you got your froggies. Nice. Do they do the backflip when they cast a spell? I actually don't know. I've never played a frog lock. I, that's what I loved about them so much. You'd like shoot an ice comet and they do a backflip every time. There they are. There's the fairies. fairies. This is what my daughter is all about right here. The, yeah. the fairies. Because you can change their wings. And of to make course. Them and then your halflings and what else. So the typical good breeds. And then let me go back and pick up evil one here. Unlock some. Oh, the yeah. Because then we're going to get the trolls and everything. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The dark elf. I don't know what that hair is, but that's okay. Um, the Iskars, if I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a beefy Iskar. <laughs> yeah, he is kind of ripped, isn't he? Yeah. Then the ogres. The Sarnax. Oh, you can be oh, yeah. a Sarnak? Oh, I didn't know that. And, of course, that's the cool. trolls. Yeah. Sweet. So... Yeah, I you get a lot of choices. I I do like how many options there are, and I like how many neutral options there are. So you're not just stuck with kind of like the quote ugly races, as people call them in WoW, but you get to also kind of be like the, you know, little bit prettier, like less trolly looking ones. I mean, he still kind of looks like a troll, let's be honest, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> because he'll be a kitty. That's awesome. So is it a is it a pretty difficult game like EverQuest one? Like if we if we played, would it take uh, you know months and months to get up to max level? Um, I think if you actually played and you did like raids and instances and dungeons and quests, definitely lots of quests. Then yeah, you can level pretty easily. It's probably a, it's definitely easier than everquest one it's okay. not as easy as wow but it's easier than everquest one it's like that middle ground between that's right two. and it's more quest based right because we're not getting a lot yes. of experience from quests right now but i remember yeah. that about eq2 is you get a lot of your exp from quests unfortunately yes, yes which has <laughs> that's one reason why i don't have a single character that's max level right now i i was max level until they raised it to 120 because again i just want to go into a zone and kill everything yeah but I'm supposed to be doing quests. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to do a quest. Do you want so, to tell everybody what your name is on that server in case they ever log on and bump into or if any anybody does start to decide to play EQ2 yeah. who's listening? I'm on Halls of Fate. So traditional, not Kaladim. Um, or time locked, as I should say. My character's name is Blue Fire. B-L-U-E-F-I-R-E. I made that name in sixth grade and I refuse to change it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so... I'm a little conjurer. I'm part of the Jedi Order Guild with members of me, uh, my mom, <laughs> <laughs> and the Star Nerds. So it's 
it's just tiny. You'll never hear of us. But if you ever need a place to do your crafting, we got that. Amazing. <laughs> cool, cool. I want to. I want to thank you again for being on. This was awesome. The time flew by, and uh, just learned a ton about EQ two today. And I hope the the best wishes for you on any of your endeavors. And you know, who knows? Maybe an opportunity will pop back up again to try to accomplish. You know. What you were working on earlier it sounds like you're very passionate about it and i wish nothing but the best for you well thank you so much it was great meeting you guys and talking about it i mean i love talking about everquest and everquest too so this this made my day i, awesome. I took the day off work as like my my break day because this is exactly what i needed it was a day of talking about something that i have just is ingrained in my life so if anything you guys helped me de-stress from work so amazing thank you awesome. guys <laughs> <laughs> it's really amazing to meet you you're obviously a great person and uh, i want to wish you the best in your endeavors as well and if you do decide to put out a comic book make sure that we get a notification because <laughs> i'll we'll be the first on the list to, to buy it so all right you hear that tony uh, if you're ever listening to this come on they're waiting chop, chop. that's right come, come on tony let's get this together i'm gonna it'll, yeah. it's gonna inspire me though i'm gonna go off the deep end you know me sean i'm gonna have like Kazakhville and Interoc, like getting together with some colored pencils and some stuff like that. And it's going to be sweet. We'll send All you right. like coloring pages and we'll do like a coloring competition. Yeah, <laughs> some, it'll be fun. Some front slash slash, you know. Woo! All, right. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. It was great talking and I hope you guys have a great rest of your stream. Thanks. You be good. All right. Bye, bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you would like to hear more from Purple Elf Productions, check out Valheim Podcast, where Jeff and Sean explore the beautiful world of Valheim, a new survival game which is hailed as Minecraft meets Dungeons and Dragons. Journey with Jeff and Sean as they try to survive the harsh elements, bloodthirsty monsters, and deadly campfires.